and welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am Landlord James. And I, of course, am Tenant Mike. Hello. How's everybody doing? <laughs> um, it's, it's the time of the podcast where we have to remind our listeners and warn them and scold them and tell them that, of course, this is the only podcast on the internet that has the guts to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? That's right, and we've had our differences so we have, far. We but have. We've had a long journey, and um, cats and dogs. We are <laughs> uh, yeah, oil and water, uh, etc. And uh, yeah, we don't know yet. We so. don't know yet. But um, how are you doing, Michael? Oh, Just I'm doing very well. Uh, I've had a good week. Hmm. Um, I've had some time off recently hmm. um, because, as listeners will know, I voluntarily. Had my hours reduced at my job where I work at the CN Tower gift shop. Mm-hmm. Not the one on the main floor, not the one at the top, but the one underneath, underneath. the CN Tower. And so I've uh, just been sort of, been, I've been a bit of a homebody recently and I've been reading a great deal because um, it's, it's uh, free to read. Um, so yeah, I've been great. That's that's interesting, Michael. Well, um, you know, I've had a cool uh, last few days, too. It's getting warmer here in Toronto, so patio season! It so is patio I've, season, I've been yes. partying. I've been, um, you know, partying with all sorts of uh, local celebs, as is my want. I uh, Where'd you go? I went to Soho House, um, partied Ooh. with uh, Ben Mulroney recently. That was pretty fun. Um, Uh-oh. Not a fan. What? Um... He's a great guy. We have a lot of fun together. Get that guy around uh, uh, an oyster, and that guy will. That guy can just down oysters like it's you know water, basically. Ugh! Why did you go to the Soho House with Ben Mulroney? Um, it's just sort of a place I typically hang out. If you guys don't know, it's kind of a fancy Toronto bar restaurant where the you know the uh, the Toronto celebs hang out, uh, myself included. Um. And uh, we had a good time. There's a photo booth in there. Ben and I took a lot of photos together, had some fun gags, rabbit ears, <sighs> fake tickling, you know, uh, fake sort of like, hey, weird faces, you know, that sort of thing. We had a good time. You did, you tickled Ben Mulroney in the Soho House photo booth. Let's just think about that for a second. All right, all what right. Are you, what are you even talking about? Michael... You know, we're talking about stuff that... You're tickling the son of of a former prime minister in a photo booth? It's called joking around. It's called partying. Something you're not as familiar with, Michael. Anyway... um, I've never been to the Soho house, so I don't know how it works. Nor likely will uh, you. Nor likely will you. Well, you know. Um, And yeah, just basically, you know, partying big time. So, uh... Uh, and, and partying on patios, as I said, because summer's around the corner. It is around the corner, which reminds me of the big, exciting segment that we have planned right now. Should we do it? Sure. Um, okay, so here's our segment for this episode of of our pod mess. Um, summer is just around the corner, and so we thought it would be fun to do a segment about our summer plans. Summer, the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Summer Guide. <laughs> Yes. Um, right. Yes, we each have summer plans. Uh, Michael, why mm-hmm. don't you give yours? Uh, um, I know people usually sing this song around Christmas and winter, but I'm going to sing it for summer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Summer is, not winter. Whoever sang that about winter was a fool. 
Um, and I think they were wrong. Anyway, here are my summer plans. <clears throat> I, for one, am super jazzed about summer because summertime in Toronto? Uh, get out of here. It's the best city to enjoy the summer weather in. We have so many festivals and events and uh, celebrations and protests. Uh, and, you know, people take to the streets uh, in the summertime in Toronto. And I'm specifically looking forward to a few things, James. Um, number one, of course, I love eating food. Uh, but I also love, I love being on a budget. So I'm very much looking forward to the Summerlicious Festival, which is a time where some of the top Toronto restaurants um, offer a prefix menu at a reasonable price. So I'll be eating at restaurants which, which I usually wouldn't even set foot in because they're too expensive. Um, Doors Open Toronto is happening soon. You can enter buildings that usually our regular folks aren't allowed to enter because we, you know, we, we are basically considered non-entities by the powers that be. So I'm going to be entering old mansions, old museums, uh, hmm. the police headquarters. Uh, and I don't agree with the police. Um, so but you're just I, walking into buildings. Walking into buildings in, in, in can, my shorts and my light now, t-shirt. Michael. No, it, these are different buildings. They're mansions. They're uh, special hmm. buildings. But what I'm most looking forward to this summer is... I will be making my debut at a storytelling event. Now, storytelling is a uh, an art form that has recently uh, gained a lot of credibility and become very popular. And uh, I will be uh, participating in a storytelling event in Toronto. It'll be outdoors. Um, and I will be telling a story I've been saving. It's a story about a personal story of grief. And I can't hmm. wait to tell this story and dazzle Torontonians who have gathered around the fire to hear my story. Um, What's the story of grief about? The story of grief is about how both of my grandfathers uh, lost their lives by their own hands before I was born. And so that uh, they both um, sort of kicked their own buckets before I was born. And it's... Hmm. It sort of affected my whole life. Um, Very uh, shaped shaped my decisions and choices. Hmm. Could be uh, yeah. Could be a big hit. I'm sure. That's, uh, well, so that's yes. your summer plan to tell summer the plans. story of your grandfather's deaths. Yeah. The ending there. Hmm. What do you have planned for your summer, James? Well, um, yeah, I only wish it could be as exciting as uh, going in buildings and talking about uh, my grandfather's hmm. deaths, but. Um, Basically, this summer, my plans are, A, get a tattoo. Um, I've been working on my back all summer, and I'm thinking of getting a big barbed wire one on my back. Um, or maybe something something kind of like a bit more political. Um, maybe like a big picture of a hog head with like, uh, you know, oink, oink, people are too greedy. Or some kind of funny thing like that, you know, like some kind of funny political stance. Or maybe a, a, a bust of like... Uh, oink, oink, people are too greedy. Yeah, just trying to, you know, make a point. Like, people are so greedy these yeah. days. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like maybe uh, play on Trudeau's name or something. True don't or something. Maybe get a tattoo saying true don't. Or, yeah, maybe barbed wire or like a demon head or something. I don't know. But So it's between a pig's head or a demon's head or a true don't tattoo. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe. you would get, like, a... Tr I mean, just so you know, I mean, Justin Trudeau, he's currently our prime minister in Canada, but mm. he won't 
you know, he won't always be the Prime Minister, so a tattoo is permanent, and, uh, well, you know, maybe in seven, eight years from now, if he's not Prime Minister, you'll be like, oh no, I have his name I'll on my back. Or I'll remember it and be like, yeah, hell yeah, I was on, I was against that guy. You know what I mean? I, I think it could, I think it, I think it'll age well. Tattoos is typically do, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, and what's the barbed wire for? Is it like... Just looks cool. <sighs> yeah. Um, other thing I need to do, my other summer plan is, um, actually a bit of a pain. Uh, this lady on the eighth floor keeps falling off her balcony. The railing on the balcony, I guess, keeps coming loose and she keeps falling off and like, uh, she's fallen a few times and it's first time, I think, not such a big deal, but it's happened enough now that I'm a bit worried, uh, legal action may happen, so I guess I gotta fix her balcony. Well, so... That I mean, probably should happen this this summer too. I'll probably fix your uh, balcony. Yeah, it probably should happen. I mean, you are the landlord. You, it's sort of your responsibility to make sure the yeah, balcony is safe so that also, people don't fall off. I'm also kind of an everyman for himself. Kind of, no one's helping me out, so I sort of feel like, you know, it's um, your problem a little bit. But she's fallen many times, and quite badly. Uh, I think the last time she fell it was like half on a car, half on a fence. Jesus. So, yeah. And that's from eight stories up? Yeah. It's a bit nuts. So I, she, I think I'm going to have to bite the bullet and fix that. Well, uh, you should bite several bullets and fix well, it. Is she okay? That's, I mean, kind of, quote unquote. I, I, I don't know. I don't think she's been right. I, I mean, not to be crass, but I think she's been hitting her head because she doesn't. I, maybe it's an amnesia thing because she keeps leaning on that rail and it keeps falling off. Or maybe she just doesn't get patterns or something. I don't know. Well, but. you know, she probably has a legal case to make if yeah. she sued you for negligence. I know. And I hope she does sue you for negligence because that's... Well, that's where we did Terrific. Michael. And, you know, maybe... I would hate to fall off my balcony from yeah, eight stories. Well, you wouldn't... But you wouldn't... If you fell once, you go, oh, I shouldn't lean against that thing. She's done it like... It's been like six times or something. So... So you're blaming her for... Okay. Well, fall through a balcony once, shame on the balcony. Fall through it twice, shame on you, I think, is a fair thing. So, anyway, that's the rest of my summer plans. <sighs> Fix that balcony. Maybe get a cool tattoo. Um, there. There well, we go. <laughs> very good. We've got it out there. You know, we've I feel better. I feel better. Good, good. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, why don't we take a break, and we'll be right back with our guest. Sure. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. Uh, Michael, very exciting. We have an exciting guest here with us. We do have an exciting guest. You I've know, never met the guy, but you you insisted on having him on. I've not really met him except for running into him in the elevator or the hallway or holding the door open for him. But um, I'd just like to say we have been accused as a podcast of being ageist mm. because all of our guests uh, usually are sort of a young... Uh, we have a younger crowd on as guests. And good. So this episode is going to address that problem because our guest today, he's the oldest, and I hope he doesn't get offended with me saying that, he's the oldest resident in the building. Um, And here he is. Please welcome Dr. Gareth Winthrop. Hello, Michael. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Doctor, for Thank being here. Thank you for here. coming in, Doctor. Very, very kind of you. Um, so you live in the building. Lovely to meet you. Well, lovely to meet you, I don't too. meet many people. Oh. I've only met Michael. 
four or five times. In Is the, it five? I think, you know, four or five, yeah. Rather than once in the elevator and another time it was twice, three times in the elevator and two times in the stairs. It was five. God, you know, I have to say, older people are charming in their way, aren't they? They, they have, I can already tell, Doctor, that you have more uh, wisdom uh, and experience than any of our other guests, so this is going to be very exciting. Well, I have been around for an awfully long time. Sometimes I think too long, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Think, you no. think, die, like, just, can I die? No, you don't mean that. No, I don't always think it, no, for sure, but there are times when it's a bit, gets drafty or the water's off or, by the way, the water is generally off in my unit. Yeah. Um, Um, It's not a, it's not a big problem for me because I have somewhere else I, I can go, but I just thought I should mention it. Um, I will this look is into uh, that. elder abuse. Is, you know, elder abuse, James. Michael, this elderly man needs water in his apartment, and you. No, that's I your responsibility. Michael, I didn't need it. I didn't, he doesn't not, need I didn't it, want Michael. to be a bother. He's, yeah, he doesn't want to be a bother. I, it's fine. I just. And, Doctor, I'm, I will look into the water. You better. Thank you. I will Michael, check up on this, out. James. Michael, um, he doesn't need it. That's very charming of you, and I thank you very much. No, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Winthrop. Uh, how long have you... So you've been in this building a long time. 58 like back... when I came. Uh, it was 1958. Damn. I recently finished a thesis. Wow. And I had discovered... A... Uh, and perhaps I shouldn't... This may not be fit for broadcast. No. Well, anywho, um, I, had, I had discovered a certain location, something very special about oh. my particular unit, and I fought very, very thoroughly to ensure that I would uh, manage to live in the unit, because I was, you see, I was searching for something. Have you ever searched for something? Meaning... James leads uh, leads an unreflected life. That's not... He doesn't really search for money. I search for things, yeah, sure, things I lost, uh, shows, when I don't know what they're on. I don't know. So it's very much the same as that. And I had found it in 1958. I moved in and I, uh, well, the rest is in history. <laughs> Literally. How? That's well, so people are cute. I love, yes. You know, I grew up without either of my grandfathers. Unfortunately, um, both of my grandfathers on my mom's side and my dad's side, they both uh, committed suicide before I was born. And so I never got to know. So it wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. No, even, no, no matter what my on. mom's... That is a relief. Yes. And so, I, even though we don't really know each other that much, Dr. Winthrop, I, I do look at you as a grandfather figure in my Mike, life. That's a... No offense, but you've never spoken to I look at him as a grandfather figure. Okay. Well, I've, I didn't... Um, I don't have children of my own, so... And I, I never bred... So I, oh. I, uh, I live in the bachelor live, lifestyle. Um, well, I, I, the life of an academic is, uh, is, can be a lonely one. But I have places that I can go where I will meet people and we'll have shenanigans or what. Oh, have you. are you like an old timey Tinder or whatever? Well, you know, I mean, I. Uh, 
I do feel a bit close to you, Michael, so I should... I can't... I'm, I feel I can maybe share this. Do you... Are you familiar at all with... Um, uh, my area of study was children's literature, and I... Oh. Uh, do you know the Featherton series? <gasps> The feather, wonderful world of Featherton. I grew up on that, yeah. Yes. What the hell is that? It's a, a, a marvellous series of books where there's, there's some children, they make their way through... Uh, uh, South Park thing? Uh, they they no. find a magical world full of... Uh, well, it's not great because there's pixies and and uh, fairies and they're at war but uh, <laughs> uh, anyhow uh, the reason I picked this apartment uh, there's a let's just say to be cheeky Ooh. <laughs> imagine you could go to Featherton and the, the doors in my apartment Oh, so you have all those books in your apartment, and you hey, you've fire studied hazard. them. <laughs> yes, yes, I I I've studied the books thoroughly, and I located uh, a portal to the real Featherton in yes. the unit, and it's been wonderful over the years. So don't oh, cry, don't cry for Dr. me. Doctor Garrett is very Michael. Okay. I, I have I love this several friends in another world. But yes, now I have yes. A pretend. Grandson, and it's exciting because I've been, I've been looking. You know, why aren't you looking at me so strangely? No, I I know what you mean. Like I'm a big Rage Against the Machine fan, and when I will listen to Killing in the Name of or something, I'll blast that on my uh, Dr. Dre uh, yes, beats, cool. beats. Right? Cool. and cool. I'll be I'll be I'll be in another world when I'm listening to yeah. that. You know what I mean? No, but the Featherton the name of the Featherton series. When you read it, yeah. you feel so immersed in this world. Like, I read them once a year. Um, and when you read these stories, the characters, and the world in those Featherton books... It's sort of a so Game of Thrones thing? Well, less nudity and... Well, not in the real place. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but of course they change it in, the, in fiction. When they put it in fiction, you know, of course, they, they leave out the... Real pixies and real fairies are nothing, nothing at all like what, how they're presented in the Featherton books. And, you know, the pixies in the books are all kind, but yes, only yes. about 60% of them are kind. There's 40% of the pixies that are quite just genuine assholes. And you don't hmm. want you don't want anything to do with them. And there is a nice, there is actually a, one or two very, very, very nice fairies. Uh, but of course you can't have them both for tea <laughs> ever so I don't um, well I know in, in the in the book series Queen uh, Matilda is a is the nice fairy uh, queen and I always loved reading the, uh, the parts of the books that she was in because it uh, made me wish I knew her in real life and she like, doesn't just exist. the world uh, that, that was creating these books I'm sorry to tell you she doesn't exist that was a fiction that oh. was a fiction made up the actual queen is uh it's a rather dowdy, um, rather dowdy fairy. He's and, insane. Uh, so, she's uh, she's Mike. not good. But Michael, I'm very happy to have met you because I, I, I can I be serious for a moment? Sure. I mean, that's what this I show is to, about. I didn't mean to upset you, James. No, I just I, am a bit. I know you don't ever want to lose a a, a tenant, but I have not 
been well. I'm, I've, I've been round for a long time. It is time that I make my. You seem very old. Yeah, you seem so old. How old are you? And I know that's no, a I'm rude in, question. I'm only, I'm only eighty-three. Hmm. It's oh. not. I mean, I could live for ten, ten more years. I just want. I hope you live for twenty more years. Likely, but yeah. Uh, and I'm. I just want to know. Uh, it's nice to meet someone on the building because I need to. Who will I leave? You can't just leave an apartment that is a portal to a fairy realm to anyone. Yeah. You know, it's, you don't want some stranger tromping in and wreaking havoc. So it's nice to have met you because I I wonder who I shall leave leave the apartment to. I'm gonna just say when I'm trying to I'm giving this man the benefit of the doubt here. And but he, I'm starting to feel weird. Um I, I'd just like to point out that maybe you should check yourself because maybe you're not paying respect to he, an he, elderly person. I think, doc, Dr. Winthrop, you're literally, literally talking about fairies and elves. And stuff. No, you're, he was talking metaphorically about a portal to a fairy world, which I, no, yes. I assume I to be a bookshelf. He literally is saying there, he thinks there is one. No, James has it on the nose. Oh, so you're being literal that there's a portal to the... Of course it is. It's just, okay. It's just behind the bookshelf. Great book. guess. It's, behind the, it's just behind the bookshelf. James, when I saw him in the elevator, he seemed nice and, uh, well... And... It must be protected, because there's danger. There's danger that could come through. So... Your building is at risk. Do you know? Are you aware? No. How would you like to lose your entire building to the pictures? Oh, my God. Look... Here's, here's one thing. So wait, wait, wait. You haven't read the Featherton books. The Pixies no. are the bad ones. And if they did, just, just hypothetically, if they uh, did take over the building, you would be screwed. And then like, skinned. Skinned? First screwed, then skinned. They're very terrible. Yeah. Jesus read the books. Christ, is that what's ones. in the books? Well, it's, it's implied. Yes, they don't go into it as much. But when you've had it attempted, you realize that's what they meant. My God almighty. I will say this, okay? Here's one thing I will say. I did look up the file on Dr. Gareth Gareth here. He's been in the building since 1958, and there was rent control. He pays, like, $75 a month. I was meaning to speak to you about that, because I feel with the water situation, that is a tad high. Oh, for God's sakes. Listen. You know what? I'm on on doctor's doctor's side here. When, God forbid, the doctor... You know, what? moves on. Sometimes that rent is gonna get eight to ten hard. years. Eight to ten years. I think. Oh, I mean, I'm eight not. I'm months. not in perfect health, but you know, there's nothing. There's a couple of cancers, but small ones. Nothing to really worry about, and there's medicine in the realm that can take care of it. Mm. So that's not yeah. too so much you're... of a problem. But eventually, Michael, I want to ask you this. I mean, should you? And it is a terrible burden. But should you decide to take my apartment from me after I pass on, would you be able to afford the, the rent? I don't. Um, I would love. To, I would absolutely. Yes, I would love to pay seventy-five dollars a month for my for no, that apartment that, instead of the Michael, twelve hundred dollars. That that's not how it works. The rent will be hiked way up. Trust me. And also, I that's think, the second I time. Think you, I think there's a law now. You can only no. hike it a tiny percentage. You might be able to make it 76. Could you afford 76? I totally could afford 76. I think I could swing that. And I, uh, it's a deal. 
Okay, what about if the portal? It's a deal. What about the? What about if the portal? You you seem to almost semi believe in the portal, Michael. You want to live I, in a room with uh, where a fairy is going to skin your ass or whatever? Listen, yeah, I, that's the pixies and they don't. I mean, would you, do you have any objection to once a month crossing over, participating in a small ritual orgy, and then coming um, back again? Mike would not get it up. Oh, come on. Now, I'd just like to point out, yes, I have spoken on this show before about my struggles with impotence. Uh, among other ailments, but Ooh, hypothetically, if I did have to go through a portal and, and participate in an orgy once a month, can I get an erection once a month? Mike, yes. There's no way the answer the is yes. Get to you. Sorry, but wait. So there's this you you participate in an orgy in the through the portal and well, and not in a, the Featherton world all the time, but once a month is. It's it's something that's done. It's a custom. The Whoa. you know the it's just a, different cultures. You because know. this was not in the book. <laughs> no, the the books leave uh, uh, very many things out. In fact, in the books, the war only lasts for three years until the unicorn comes and stops yep. it. But that's foolish because, of course, there's no such thing as unicorns. <laughs> In the real war, it's been going on for, for centuries, and it is still going on. And it's it's quite it's it's actually quite dreadful. It's actually a dreadful place. Mostly, I guard the portal more than anything else. I sit in front of the bookcase. I write in my journal. Hmm. Where is my journal? Hmm. I mean, maybe, I'm starting to think this could be good for the for for me in the sense that, like, I don't know what he's talking about, really. But if I could rent, not even rent the room, get fans of this stupid you book know, to come, well, wait, 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 pay wait, twenty I, bucks, I, see I, this fairy world. I don't wait know. A minute, I feel as if as though I'm I'm being disbelieved. No, well, no, I yeah, would. We'd are. like to make it clear. We believe everything you're saying on this podcast. Well, what about Lucky here? Lucky Lou giving me the eye. Yeah, James. James is giving I, some pretty I appreciate uh, that incredulous you are very looks old. here. That is the eye of a skeptic. I know so the eye of a skeptic. Where, do, where is this? Where are you saying this portal is in the apartment? Which like, is it is like not a real thing? Th- maybe you're. There's like there are windows. No, it's just. It's, uh, are you confusing your windows with? Yeah, are you looking out the window? And thinking you're, oh, that's that's yeah. Featherton, because Featherton is, you know. Or like seeing the tap run or something and getting confused. Well, that's insulting. Well. Yes, because the taps free. don't run most of the oh, time. Oh, okay, so well, So you're that's just true. rubbing it in. Sorry. That's do you know, point. I can prove to you, do you know, do you know Liliana from the eighth floor? Mm, oh, Michael? I do. I do, yeah, yes. Okay. She has a tendency to fall off the balcony. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know how, her. Do you, how do you think she's still alive? That's an awfully long drop. But I saw her through the window, not the portal. Thank you very much. Okay. And I said to Prince Kla, come and cure this woman. And because I'm a friend of Featherton, he did. So so Prince Prince Kla, to people who have not read the Featherton series, he's one of the heroes, one of the protagonists... And he has these sort of healing powers. Um, you know, I will say... Are you saying that huh. Prince Clark came and he did his magic healing ritual? 
on Victoria. That's. I mean, it, it, she, it was quite a fall. Like, like I said, she landed on a half on a car, half James, on a fence. Most people would die, and she's fallen like six times. Yes. Well, so it is weird. Please tell her not to fall a seventh, because yeah, I'm really. getting a little. I'm getting a little bit of heat from Ferguson for hmm. constantly trying to save this woman, but she is lovely. Mm. Well, she is good a bit looking. Off her rocker, but maybe you wouldn't notice. But um, wow. Hmm. So do you? Okay, so do you actually go? You go through this portal once in a while. Is that what you're saying? You guard it, but sometimes you go through. No, I've never been through. Yeah. Oh. I only get reports from the people that come through to me. Hmm. So Prince. Claw has come through. Um, has the Jester ever been through? Because if you read these books, the Jester is a very important character. Oh, Lord. He oh, oh. is a bit of a rogue. Has the Jester he ever come through? Tells jokes, <laughs> and he is a little lute, and he sings some sort of uh, ribald like, songs. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, wow, it sounds like have, this is your kind of character, Michael. Okay. Have either of you gentlemen ever, ever taken part in uh, an evening at the Rivoli? I've Rivoli in Toronto. I've yes I've been in the audience at uh, quite a few. Yes, yeah. Um, saw the Trues play there. I saw the Jester. Um, the Jester take, performed. Take the stage with an open mic in 1978. Oh my god! And he never said a word, but everyone in the audience tears, literal tears what? of laughter oh. and joy. The set lasted. 43 minutes. Oh, my God. Ask anyone who was there. They won't remember one joke, and yet they'll remember the joy. That is the power of the jester. He comes through all the time, Michael. That does, it does, you know, make sense if you're familiar with the books. That's the kind of thing he would do. Huh. He was sort of the original Andy Kaufman. Um, really? In the Featherton series before Andy Kaufman existed, for real. Can you hand me, I, I need to take a pill. Oh, um, sure. Hey, you brought quite an array of uh, medicine yeah, here tonight. Well, I'm, not, uh, I'm not young anymore, and there is a lot of things. What you know between uh, what pill? Know. What pills are those? Lorazepam, diaphotron. I don't know the names of them. It's mostly diaphotron. Just, um, this one stops me from seeing Prince Clar. This okay. one makes me see Prince Clar. Oh, I, I should this take that one. This one is... <laughs> Michael. I think this is the oh, erection God. medication. But oh, I that might be Michael's. No. Okay, James. Anyway, all right. Sorry, I just saw oh, this Michael, out. What are you feeling right now? Do you Are you into... Like, do you... I think that we need to respect and honor the stories of the elderly. But I feel like you're. I feel like you're kind of on board with this. I feel like you want this to be true. Well, I'm a. I'm a. You don't get it because you've not read this series of books. But um, can I ask you? You are like do- a grandson to me. Do you know that, well, Michael? I didn't know that until you are. Until do you know right why? now. Well, no. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've All been. Right. I've been pranking you. <laughs> been pranking so people. this whole oh, thing about the if, portal yeah. to, well, you kind of believed it the, the whole thing is, so... if you had looked deeper yeah. into my <laughs> we- wikipedia you would see that i uh, dr gareth winthrop am the foremost expert on pranking 
Oh, I cool. have studied ranking at Oxford upon Stratford under Thames. Oh, that was and, amazing! Uh, I thought it would be quite funny to come in and, and see if I could my... get you to believe in a uh, portal to ferret. Uh, I feel I feel like I got had, and uh, That's okay, funny I'm okay with that. I was that. skeptical the whole time. I obviously knew it was insane, but you. Acted kind of like you weren't sure, but well, I could tell you were kind of into it, Michael. Well, yes, speak- yeah. Mm. Continue. I thought. Well, I'm just a fan of that uh, book series, and I thought that this person maybe was on. Uh, you know, who knows what's out there? And you have a good heart. I have a good like heart. My real grandson, <laughs> Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Oh, yes. that's nice. I have a grandson. I have one grandson, Trevor, and a grandson. What is his name? Hmm. Jeff. Oh, Jeff, Jeff but I don't, a lovely I don't name. like Jeff because he's he's rather stupid. So I don't. I Trevor is the one I I lavish praise. Oh, on. Jeff, she, I I tend to just snub. Fair enough. Well, everyone has their favorites. Uh, yes, you mine know? is Trevor. So how did you how did you get into into pranking? That's kind of interesting. You, you mentioned the study of pranking. You mentioned an uh, an English university. So yes, and I've detected course. from your accent that maybe you're not you weren't born in Toronto. No, I was actually born in Zimbabwe. Again, pranking. Ah, oh, no, okay. no, got you no, again. No. I was I was born like I sharp. was born in um, Umberton, Shifford. And, oh uh, yes, Umberton Shifford uh, on Trafalgar. And uh, but I didn't stay there long. But how I how I uh, it's actually uh, well it sounds odd to say, but it is a funny story <laughs> yeah. how I got interested in pranking uh, because uh, I had a friend at school, Kenny mm-hmm. Bishop, mm-hmm. and Kenny uh, one day uh, said, "Let's like let's take these fireworks, yeah, and uh, and um, we'll we'll light them off in the basement of." Uh, of the building uh, where dangerous, you know, no. a lot of the. But it was a large open. It was a large open basement. They had, hadn't done anything to it yet, and we, we we knew we would get in trouble if we lit fireworks off out of doors. So we took them to the basement and um, we lit these fireworks off underneath of the building where our parents uh, combined and several other families lived until the time we lit the fireworks off. And of course, it you know, roaring flames and a lot of death oh. later. But um, uh, oh. and I thought, uh. what a bad prank! Uh. Uh, so uh, the the humour and the grief combined and set me on a course to understand what is a good prank and what is a dangerous prank. Have you seen on the internet? Uh, the the young woman who uh, who decides to glue her uh, companions a bottom to the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. That's yes, a, that's, that's really funny. That is mm. a good prank. Yeah, because yeah, no, the guy couldn't get off. He was there for like no. six months, and, and death cannot result. This is yeah. the, This is after several years of study. The mark of a good prank. What do you know what it is? Well, that everyone lives. Is yes. that the mark of a good prank? We have a saying in the Prank Academy. Death cannot result. That's oh. a very heavy no, saying for a sense. prank. For like a prankster to have in his head. Keep it in your mind, James. No, so, I'm thinking. I'm pranking. already thinking So when stuff, you were a young yeah. boy, you basically... Anything, anything is on the table, but... No death. 
Say no. De- death cannot result. It yes, almost sounds like a sort of like a the translation of like a Latin phrase or something. Like death can like morto. I don't know Mike, Latin. Okay, but, doctor. Um, Mike is probably one you, of the worst prankers. You out murdered there, you know. a, your family and your friend's oh, family, Mike, and that was your introduction yeah, to pranking. Yeah, that was that all is, manslaughter. Yeah, the manslaughter and. That was what he didn't want to do any more in pranking Michael. It wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Also, not everyone died. Several yeah. families died, but not everyone. My parents didn't die. And it was different back well, then, good. right? Like I feel Kenny's like, parents, only one of them. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like back then when Fair people enough. died, it wasn't as big a deal. Am I wrong? I feel no, like back then. Everyone, when I was young, can I tell you, mm. today, nobody dies. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody dies. really now. dies. No. Today, in my day, oh, you know, it wasn't a day that someone died. Yeah, I wish James would die. Someone would die. You'd say, "Oh, Monday." Yeah, yeah, I I could imagine. Hmm. No, it seemed like more of a thing then. It's like I don't know. Well, I mean, there was also DVD. We didn't have the the same, you know, uh, medical technology, or we didn't understand how bacteria worked, or how how to treat. um, Falling asleep, doctor. I don't know. I don't know what to believe at this point. I, I'm into the pranking okay. vibe. I mean, what, you think he... Can I have his apartment when he does eventually expire? Yeah, if you want to pay 1600 a month. No, I want to pay $76 a month. And I honestly think it's not far off. So if you want that apartment, get a new job. Doctor! Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Rise and shine. Uh, so, you're, you're on a, a podcast. Hello. Hello, Radio Land. <laughs> yeah, well, similar to radio, what, but not quite. What the world of broadcasting? What a f- what a fascinating thing! So, when you said you had lived in Have Toronto, you ever read the books, the Featherton series. What's that? The Fe- um, are you familiar with the Featherton series? Yes, I am. I'm a quite a big fan. What would you? Te- yeah. What would you say if I were to tell you that the Featherton series? Yeah? It's real. Yeah, I'd say, you know, yeah, nice try pulling my leg at this point, you know? But I'd respect you because you're an elderly person, and I... Yeah. I mean, Mike, this is... You're the one who is infatuated with old people. I'm not infatuated with old people. I just thought that we got got a lot of emails. Do you know there's a word for that? No. Yes, Gerontophilia. Torontophilia? Gerontophilia. Oh, sorry. Torontophilia. Torontophilia is an obsession with Toronto, which I can't imagine anyone having. I, I think I haven't. I can't wait to get out every morning when I wake up and ex- explore my city. That's only because you've never been to Featherton. Hmm. Yeah, and so, yeah. Hey, uh, here's a good joke. Uh, you know who, what the name is for someone who has an infatuation with old people? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> That's a good little, one, right? You know, Demi Moore, uh, a bit uh, older. That what are you? Anyway, uh, are we recording young, uh, twelve young, years ago or? Uh, young, okay, well, beautiful young Demi Moore, of course. Oh, yes, I did. You, that's yes, she was. My my goodness, well, there's so many stars: Joan Crawford, <laughs> Betty Davis. Were, did were you ever uh, Elizabeth Taylor? Sometimes I just sit and think of them, and then of course, Lord. Oh, Lord Claw? Lord Claw, of course, yeah. comes yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. He loves 
He loves a human woman. Because really? Because only have one vagina. He, okay. So, human women... Wait, wait so, so Lord fairy Claw... Women, what's going on with fairy women? A lot. Who, oh. who, Damn, I gotta go. Who has, and I'm using quote, air quotes, who has Lord Claw, Claw had... Uh, who is a human? Mm, the woman from the eighth floor. Oh, Target. the lady who falls off the. So balcony. he healed her, and well, that's not. Well, I didn't know. Ethical. That's Maybe what, that's how he heals her. That's I don't know. What he said. He doesn't have a healing. Fairies lie. God, they're liars. The fucking filthy liars. Can I tell you? Just <laughs> to be straight with you, I don't even like them. That's why I want to die. I don't want to be there anymore. I don't want to guard the portal. I just want to die and be left alone. No more fucking fairies. Wow. Well, and I, I don't mean gay people. The gay people are fine. I, sure. I mean actual fairies with wings and right. multiple orbs. Yeah, from like the ones from Featherington. They're all they're all heterosexual. Spoiler alert, if you read the Featherton series, the no, fairies are all they're not, they're robustly not pansexual dude with anything, honestly. Oh. Is that what pansexual means? Yes, I've seen someone rape a rock. Oh gosh. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. I've That's a, not in the book the series either. The, well, I mean, I'm not a book reader, but uh intrigued. Yeah, maybe this will get you uh, finally reading books for once, like the rest of the civilized world. Wow. Oh my god, none of it's real. You've fallen through it again. <laughs> uh, you got me, Doctor. Uh, I am the twice, foremost expert twice. on pranking. So, Dr. Winthrop was like the Jamie Kennedy of his day, obviously. Yeah, with I a little mean, bit wow. of Tosh, a little bit of Tosh 2.0 sure, sure, thrown sure. in there as well, what is I would say. What is that? Tosh, he's an actor who goes on television every night and tells America a few harsh truths about people. Um, he's a prankster. Who, epic, is is who epically fail, uh, right. and that's his job. Oh, does he do the pranks? No, he just comments on them. Uh, what? Is from a, a safe distance. Like a pranking critic. He is a critic, yeah. He's What's sort of that like word. What's the young word for that? Uh pranking critic. Prank no. critic. Oh, pa- owned or no, I want pwned. to say Punked. Sad or something. Sick? Lame, maybe. Lame. Do it yourself. Did criticize. I I agree. I think I wish sure. that Tosh oh, 2.0. I wish he did his own pranks in the field on the streets instead of. I oh. can't. I shouldn't. Say, I'll have to look him up on the internet. Well, he's Josh. an armchair prankster. It's Josh. Tosh. What? That's the 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 man's name. The actor's name is Tosh. It's a girl's name. Well, you'll have to bring it up with him uh, next time he's in uh, in the building. I will. So, Dr. Winthrop, do you have a rough ETA of your, um, how can I put this? Or do you have, like, a time you know you have left? I'm just, I really can't bother. Oh, my God. I'm just asking. He keeps saying he how wants to die. How uncouth to ask a man, like, oh, um, can you when tell me when you're going to die? When are you going to pass away? Michael, he pays $75 a month for a two-bedroom. And there's clearly some kind of, uh, oh, my God. Um, doc- Doctor? Oh my god. Dr. Winthrop? I don't know. It's hard to tell if he's... He passed away because you... He didn't... ...started talking about him dying, and this is on 
No, this is on he passed you. away because he's a hundred years he died. old. No, because you started wishing for him to pass no, away didn't. and die. Michael, wishes aren't real. And now we lost. This is the first time since we've started recording this podcast that we've lost a guest on the air because you are so in love with money that you can't Mike, let nature just take its course naturally. I am not a fairy in the book who could control that. He's clearly old and he clearly passed away. And it's very sad, but cha-ching! You were making uh, jokes. Michael, he's fine. Anyway, well, I guess that's the end of the uh, of the segment. I feel like we should say a prayer over oh, his body God because sakes. I am from the Catholic faith and I don't talk about this a lot, but do you mind if I say a prayer over his dead sure. body because this means a lot to me. Yes, fine. Michael. And it's, a, it's really important when someone dies that you... Help them on their journey to heaven, or if they go to... Or the fairy world. If they go to hell. No. All right, go for it, go for it. All right. In the name of Jesus, the Lord Christ, please safely transport this man's soul, Dr. Winthrop's soul, to heaven, because he passed away during the recording of our podcast, because James... Or just because he's extremely Don't interrupt my prayer! Well, your prayer is idiotic. Don't be a shithead! Michael. Oh, for fuck's sake, you two are so gullible. Oh, <laughs> my God. Pranking. Oh, my God. Oh, it was my pranking. God. I was praying to Christ when you did that prank on Mike, me. <laughs> joke's on you. I was praying to oh, Christ. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. And oh. he's down again. Yeah, I'm not going to buy this one because last... Okay. Oh, the weird yellow the... thing is... It's like a fountain no, I... of yellow yep, goo. And I believe he's shit himself. I'm going to go ahead and say this one could be real. Uh, we will, we will, uh, this is your apartment, luckily, so not my issue. But um, why don't we take a break? I'm going to call uh, a priest, uh, just in case it's not all right. a prank. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Um, welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, everybody. This is Tenant Mike, um, and I have also my co-host, Landlord James, here. And I'm. this is a little sad because we lost our guest who passed away from old age uh, during the recording. And so we felt, usually we do a game at this point, right, James? Yeah. But we felt it was a little inappropriate to play a fun game that everyone loves, Um in light of the circumstances, so um, we're not going to do that, but we do have some news. Yes, uh, the doctor uh, did pass away. He so died. I have, yeah, he died. Um, I am the landlord, so I have uh, keys. So we went up to his apartment, and um, weirdly, we found a tape player and a trunk. Well, so we looked behind his bookcase. Yeah. Where he sort of, I don't know, this, all this porthole stuff, I'm not sure if it was real or fake or not. Anyway, we found a trunk. Yeah, and a tape player. Um, so we're gonna play. So we're gonna play it, and we're gonna. We've got the trunk here, and we're gonna play this tape and see what. Uh, and this, see what the old doctor said. This is a worldwide ex- exclusive to mm-hmm. this tape. So, um, all right, let's let's put the tape in the machine and uh, press play there, James, if you like. Okay. <clears throat> record, record, <clears throat> dear Michael. It is a sunny Saturday in 1973. I have not met you yet, but the fairies assure me that I will, in time. If you head towards my bathroom, 
and open the toilet tank. Inside you will find a small trunk. I have placed in that trunk $50,000, which I am told you can use. Congratulations. You are like a grandson to me. Or at least I assume you will be. This is the instructions I have been given by the Fairy King of Felton. Good luck, and I wish you all the best. Yours, Gareth Winthrop. Oh, oh my, my God. God! That is, first of all, amazing. $50,000? Uh, who can use that? Me. Also, that is so spooky that he... I wasn't born until 1979, oh, and that was recorded in 1973. It's my building. How do we know you 1973 get... is mine. He said it in the tape. That'll hold up well, in court. Fuck you. Well, what? Fuck you and your building. This is exactly the amount of money I need to change my life forever. I have never been able to say this to you before, but fuck you. Fuck this building. Uh, you're a piece of shit. Jeez, I, Michael. I hate you. You're an asshole. You can kiss Michael. my butt. Um, you're a bad person, and I hope you die soon. Just like uh, Dr. Uh, Winthrop, who is such Thank a great God. person, left me this money. You can kiss my ass forever. Wow, you can eat Michael. shit till the end of time because this oh money is, is – I'm set for life now, so you can go to hell. All right. Yeah, 50 grand. Enjoy it. All right. We'll open the trunk. All right. Very heavy trunk. Oh. Where, there's no there's, money. There's no money, but there is another audio tape in here. Um, this is weird. This is so strange. Here, I'm uh, put this in the tape player, you shithead. All right. Let's press play. <laughs> Pranked! Ah, <laughs> Michael! Oh, dear. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Michael. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Well, no, no, no. I guess in the end, um, this was a win for me. Um, your uh, true colors exposed. So expecta- expecting this is rent hike, and I don't have to charge seventy five dollars for the room anymore. I get to bump it up to a lot more. Why did I keep falling great for episode. his pranks? I didn't. You know, this was a great episode. Ah, oh. the things I said to you got you. Uh-huh. Remember I called you a shithead and told you you could kiss my ass forever and eat my eat my dick? Mike. That was a prank because I um yeah. learned it from yeah. And we're both feeling sad right now, but I learned how to prank from our late guest don't drink your Dr. Water for a Gareth while, Mike. Winthrop. That's what I'm gonna say. Don't don't maybe Got don't you. drink your tap water for a while. Pranked you. Okay? Because who knows what'll be in I there. can't afford a rent hike. I'm so Guys, sorry for saying that stuff. It was a prank. That is it for the show this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you very much, and be sure to send emails of support for me, and be sure to uh, rate and review us on I- I- iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and remember that I learned how to prank from Dr. Uh-huh. Winthrop, and that James shouldn't raise the rent because I'm a good guy. Uh-huh. We'll see. We will see, Michael. I'm um, sorry that I told you to kiss hmm. my dick forever. Unbelievable. All right. That's it for this week. Maybe we'll see you next week. We'll see. Maybe Michael won't be here. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.
The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess was created and recorded by your co-hosts Michael Balazzo and James Hartnett. Today's special guest was Gavin Crawford.